Hello and welcome to episode 210 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And today we're doing like a mini set review and revisiting our discussion of Toxic. Yeah, we had uh, some questions in Discord about not like how Toxic works, but how we think it's going to play. Um, and I guess we didn't talk about it enough last week, so we're going to revisit that. And then we're going to kind of split up our set review episode a little bit. We're going to do some of the higher rarity stuff today and then finish out the balance of the set uh, next week. Seems like our set review episodes always go super duper long. So trying to split it up a little bit. Yeah, we can we can break it up. Give you an hour now and an hour and a half later instead of three hours of midnight hunt set review. Yeah. Oof. That was a rough episode. <laughs> it's too long, too long, too long. So if you want to get at us on social media, tell us what's going on, uh, throw in what cards you're interested at, about for this set, um, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, all that stuff is in the description. Yeah, like Brian said, if there's anything that you want us to specifically talk about, any cards you're specifically interested, let us know. Uh, if you're looking to support the show, there's two different ways you can do that. The first is with our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Follow that link on over to TCG player, and anything you purchase after that will get a small cut of. Help keep the show going. We'd really appreciate it, and doesn't cost you guys anything. Uh, if you're looking to support us more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get access to our show notes, so you know kind of what the upcoming show is going to be about. I usually try and get them out on Tuesdays uh, so that you know by Thursday what we're going to be talking about. Patrons also get access to our pre-show. It's kind of just an hour of us catching up, talking about the show, making sure our equipment works, whatever. But we record it and throw it out there completely unedited for our patrons. Uh, they like that. They if do. It's something that sounds good to you. Uh, chip a couple bucks in over at patreon.com slash casual triad mtg uh, let us know that you appreciate our work and then we also have our youtube channel uh, casual triad mtg on youtube brian does limited content there monday wednesday and friday you can watch the show there on thursdays that's uh especially important for episodes like this one where we're talking about cards because i do my best to put the cards up on the screen while we're talking about them so you can kind of follow along um and don't forget to check out tomfoolery tuesdays where i play mainly historic brawl it seems like that's what people want to see the most so it's what i've been playing so check that out on tuesdays we got you covered any weekday yeah and he's he's a good man charlie brown when his opponents concede on turn two he's like we're not going to use this video i know another one so you make sure you get good content yeah, it takes a shockingly long amount of time to record one of those videos. <laughs> to get normally they end up about half an hour, but it's realistically about two and a half hours of playtime. Whew. Yeah. Man oh man. Lots of concessions. Boom. So many concessions. So we're not going over all the, the rares. We're going over some of kind of the things they have recently have spoiled. Kind of before Monday, the mm-hmm. what? Is, what is today? The twenty third. So before Monday, the twenty third. So like kind of the first week of spoilers. We're going over some of the stuff that we uh, uh, 
uh, had talked about, and we're going to do the toxic discussion. So, mm-hmm. first, since it's getting highlighted in the sheet and I skipped it, uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> toxic. I, I, I saw it light up. I saw it light up. Okay. I, I was I got ahead of myself here. So, I was getting ready to move it. <laughs> that's right. No, that's fine. So, um, people wanted to know kind of how toxic would play. Yeah, uh, there was a couple different people that had asked how we thought Toxic was going to play. Um, so I kind of want to preface this with, we don't know how it's going to play until we play with it. Yeah. And we don't have like all of the cards yet, so we don't really know. Like how supported it is? It is. Yeah, like what the tools are that we have. Um, so they have, so first we have like um, limited. So mm-hmm. do you want to do the differences from Infect first? Or do you want to do, like, formats first? It's up to you. Uh, let's just do the differences from Infect first, just so we can... Okay. So everyone kind of so knows... Have a baseline? Yeah, have a baseline. So, Infect, the amount of poison counters the creature gave to the player was based mm-hmm. on the creature's power. Right. And um, Toxic, it's based on the Toxic number. So if you have a creature with toxic one and you cast a giant growth on it, so it's a one, one with toxic one, and now you made it a four, four, it still just has toxic one and deals one damage, Uh, one, one One toxic damage, one poison counter. The difference is infect creatures never dealt life total damage. Correct. Toxic that, that, uh, four power attacker with toxic one will deal four damage to your opponent's life total. So they'll go from 20 to 16, plus they'll get one poison counter. Okay, so what does that mean as far as, like, how it's going to play? So... By by itself, just that part. I think that the biggest difference is, like, if you, in, like, a constructed format, if you were trying to, like, make a toxic deck, Mm -hmm. you want, want to rely on cards that give double strike not cards that pump power. Right. Right. You have to you have to hit twice to double the amount of counters you're giving as opposed to just, you know, making your creature big. So with mm-hmm. Infect, right, you have to deal 10 uh, uh, poison counters. So right. with Infect, if you... A, a giant growth kind of scaled to 20 damage, effectively kind of becomes plus 6 plus 6. Right, because right. you need half as many poison counters. That doesn't change anything. Like giant growth is properly balanced for toxic, mm-hmm. right? Where it was not properly balanced for infect. Because if I told you you had a one mana plus six plus six, you'd be like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" The reprinted become immense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, like, you know, Infect got scale up, which made their creatures yeah. six fours. So now your your Glistener Elf is dealing six Infect damage. Right. So now you're almost dead on turn two. Yep. So it is... More than halfway. It is more that um, Infect, you were all in, right? Mm-hmm. I think we have all have seen or participated in a game of modern... A million years ago when Infect was playable. Um, sorry, Cameron. <laughs> um, that um, someone got to eight, nine Infect, and then the Infect player didn't have any more Infect creatures. 
Right. And then they had to handled. Then they were like, well, you're at 13 because you didn't really respect your life total. So now I'm going to put these pump spells on my noble hierarch and it's noble hierarch beats time. Yep. And like, we've all kind of seen that happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, that's not something that, like, uh, you're going to have to deal with with Toxic because you've been dealing both kind of damage. So, you know, if they're ignoring their life total because they're afraid you're going to Toxic them out, right, you're still dealing regular damage. So maybe they're only at, like, six life instead of 13 and they have seven poison counters. Yeah. Right? And you're like, okay, I can deal six damage with these creatures that actually deal regular right. damage so kind of piggybacking on that i'm going to change the order of these around a little bit too and let's talk about corrupted because mm. not well okay hang on let me go back one thing and then we'll go to corrupted um there's another way where toxic is different from infect and that's that toxic doesn't disincentivize your opponent from blocking yes Infect, if you block a creature with infect, your creature is going to get minus one, minus one counters instead of damage. Which, even if, you know, you're trying to trade off for the infector or, you know, you kill the infector or whatever, those minus one, minus one counters are going to stick around. So that's like a real deterrent to you blocking an infect creature. Whereas with toxic, there is no deterrent for blocking. So your opponent, if you're the toxic player, your opponent is more willing to block your toxic creature than they would be an infect creature. Yeah, because the uh, effectively the infect, your damage doesn't go away. It just yeah, stacks it, up it on your creatures. Um, where And also like can kill indestructible stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so then corrupted, like where I was going to go with that is... I think toxic is balanced for corrupted. Mm. And I think we'll, you know, we'll see more of this as the set like gets spoiled and as we start to play with it. But I don't like just at face value, I don't think toxic is good enough to like win a game. I mean, I'm sure that there's going to be games decided by poison counters, but I don't know that like a dedicated toxic deck is going to be a thing. I think that it's balanced more to like get your opponent a poison counter or two and then proliferate once or twice and then turn on your corrupted stuff. Yeah. Um, I think like in, like I worry that the corrupted stuff isn't good enough for constructed because there is always a really high barrier for cards that, um, may do nothing slash right. have a severely diminished effect mm -hmm. in constructed. Like you don't want to have, you don't want to draw three cards that are contingent on you drawing a fourth, right? Yeah. Unless that fourth card wins you the game, mm -hmm. and like having a removal spell that is, eh, but becomes great, right? If you wouldn't play the put the eh card in your deck you probably won't play it because, well, if I get three infect counters or three poison counters on them, then awesome. Now I have a really good removal spell. Mm -hmm. So like, 
I guess it depends on what the front end of the corrupted things are. Um, if they, like, I agree matter. with you. I, I think you're right, but I think you missed my point. Okay. Um, I, I didn't mean that. Like, I, I have no idea how good corrupted is going to be because we don't have all the cards mm -hmm. and we haven't played with any of this stuff. I meant more from like a balance perspective. Like when they're when they're putting the numbers on the cards. I've seen an awful lot of creatures with very low toxic values mm -hmm. and a lot there's a lot of proliferate stuff. So I think what you're going to see is that's the way things were like that's the way the knobs they, were tweaked. They weren't the trying was, Yeah, they were they weren't trying to make games decided based on poison counters. I think they were trying to make corrupted stuff work. Gotcha. It could be like, I think that there's, I feel like there's enough, um, uh, oh gosh, toxic stuff that I think there could be a, a standard deck mm -hmm. that could work. Uh, particularly we're not talking about it this week, but there's a, Big dumb under undercosted green beater with toxic, yeah. That effectively has toxic too, and for some oh, of it, so that that's another thing that we didn't bring up when we were talking about differences with infect is trample. Mm. Like if you trample over for one point and your creature has toxic three, they're still getting three poison counters. Where yeah, with infect they would only get the one. Yeah, it's any damage you deal, they get that many toxic. Yep. Um, like I think there might be it depends on what the other like you know one to like two to four toxic rares slash mm -hmm. like you know do they have some like dumb toxic mythic that uh, has like toxic three or some garbage yeah I think we have all the mythics okay but you know what I mean like some like yeah. higher rarity card that they're just like Oh, we can take the gloves off for this, and it's like, yeah. Then people just buy four of them, and like this becomes like your format. I was like, oh, it was balanced for limited, but I didn't think about that. So like, if they if there is some like dumb higher rarity thing that you're just like, oh man, this is this is misery. Yeah. Why did they print this? So, in limited, I think toxic. No, I didn't play with infect in. You know, a million years ago when it was uh, when it was a thing in limited. Yeah, uh, but as uh, I was listening to Arena Deck List and they brought up a good point, which is like it is super hard and limited to have all of your creatures have infect, right? Even yeah. if you're in the infect set, like think about if you're uh, if you're trying to build a prowess deck in limited, how many mm -hmm. prowess creatures realistically of your 15 to 17 creatures are you going to have five six and you're like oh i'm doing it right so if you extend that to like if you compare that to like infect if you have five or six infectors that means you have five or six creatures that are doing poison counter damage and right. then 10 creatures that are doing regular damage so it's really hard to go all in on i'm going to do infect because Maybe you only draw two of your infect creatures mm -hmm. and they both get killed. Now you've like attacked three times and effectively done no damage because now you're on the normal damage beatdown plan. Yeah. So I guess 
at least for limited, it kind of makes sense that toxic is balanced for corrupted, not for killing with poison. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's a lot easier to do, and you, you don't need as many infectors. Yeah, like if you have two or three, if you have those five infect creatures, it's pretty easy to get to presumably three infect counters, or like you said, one. And if you look at the um, costs of some of the cards in the set, yeah, uh, proliferate seems to cost zero mana. Yeah, it's basically free on a lot of stuff. Yeah, like you know, there's an anticipate that just has proliferate stapled on it. There's a couple other cards that I was like, they didn't cost this at all. Like mm-hmm. this is just free. So you get that first counter, and then you're like, hey, free. Um, uh, free poison counter with my proliferate casting this other spell and you dealing one damage with one toxic put them to 19 it wasn't they were at 20 within one uh infect counter right so for limited i think you get you can get to three get corrupted turned on and then if you don't get any further that's fine yep i agree um, and then we kind of already touched about constructed, right? Yeah, I I feel like the toxic cards they have spoiled thus far are pushed enough that I could foresee there being a toxic deck that could work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there's one card we're going to talk about that I think fits into this discussion. Yeah, but. Um, like I could probably bring it up if you wanted to talk about talk about it now. Is this the Rot Boy? Yeah. Yeah. So we have Venerated Rot Priest. It's a green yep. for a, a Phyrexian Druid. It's a one-two. It has Toxic One, and then I've read this multiple times to make sure I'm reading it right. So we're gonna read mm-hmm. it one more time before I talk about it. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell. Target opponent gets a poison counter. So I keep right. reading it because I feel like it should say that your opponent controls. But nope, no, no. So, right, uh, this could be a situation where you, like, attack with this and then you cast Tamiya's Safekeeping to protect it from a removal spell and they get Good. a poison counter. Yep. You cast... Um, uh, uh, Kayla's uh, Kayla's onslaught, uh, the one white white sorcery that gives something double strike. Mm-hmm. You get a poison counter before yep. you even do anything. So, right, this is just a card that is going to allow you to like sneak some poison counters, mm-hmm. and like you don't have to get damage in. And like if you you could play a game where you like got to eight and then you're just like, oh, if I draw this and I play my two pump spells, I win. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to get any damage in. Yep. And like, if you notice, they don't print a ton of double strike giving cards, but like in this whole standard currently, I don't know if there are any other than Kayla's, I think it's Kayla's Onslaught. I should probably look. Because uh, I was looking looking up all the double strike cards uh, before before we uh started um but i think there's only one in standard that gives um double strike uh uh 
So there's a bad equipment. There's brass knuckles. Admittedly, well, a bad equipment. Hmm? I said Nux is fun. Yeah. It's a bad equipment. It falls on it team is. bad equipment. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of creatures that have double strike. Um, but yeah, Kayla's command. I'm sorry. His sorcery speed double strike. I guess you have lizard blades. That is a good equipment. Oh, yeah. Lizard blades. Uh, Jawbone duelist comes with double strike in toxic one as a one one for two. Uh, yeah. And, uh, that is, and then there is a twin Inferno in red. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, yeah, we are running out of things that give double strike. There are very few things that give double strike in this, in this standard format, I think because of toxic. Probably. It makes right. sense. You don't want to like. But this guy, you're just like, okay, I just need to get to like six, seven poison counters. And then uh, they have to kill this first. This is uh, kind of like a mother of runes, especially Mm -hmm. if they're at higher poison totals. Right. They just lost themselves out of the game. Yeah. They're like, oh, like I have to kill that first because if I don't, I can't kill anything else. Yeah. So, like, it could eat a removal spell, get them a poison counter, and then clear the way for your other for your other toxic creature. Yep. It is also awkward that it seems like um, green-white is the toxic color, or green-white-black. Right? One, it's weird. Two, most of the double-strike spells that are printed in modern magic are in red. Red, yeah. So like, it's like no, I would I would like to, um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, give my things double strike. Why can't it be in the right <laughs> color? Why do I have to play a three color like deck to make this work? Yeah, boo. Um, so I think that you could have a constructed deck that works. Like I think uh, I looked him up before, Fangbearer guy. Yeah, Finn the Fangbearer. Finn the Fangbearer that has effectively Toxic 2 mm-hmm. uh, and Death Touch. Um, give that boy double strike. You've done mm-hmm. a lot of work quite quickly. Yes. Right? Like, if you go Rot, rot Guy, attack into Finn, and then you attack and you, like, have a, you know, a protection spell or a double strike spell, they're kind of almost dead on turn three. Yeah. I mean, that feels good. I like how it makes me feel. So, <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm down with that. Also, remember, Teamer Battle Rage is a card, and we have a 4-4. Four, four. That's true. <laughs> um, are there... I'm trying to think back to Strixhaven. Were there any cards that, like, copied themselves to target multiple creatures? Because that works with us, right? It doesn't say it has to be... It's not when you cast a spell. It's when you target a creature. Um, so is there anything cheap that like lets you copy um, it? And- uh, yes. I've got to look up the name of it. Um, it was a white card that had Storm. Uh, oh, um, 
I forget There's what also it's called. Hometown Courage from Innistrad. Oh, yeah, that puts a counter, and then you get to put a counter on it again. Back. Yeah, that's a cheap way to trigger this guy. Yeah, I thought, did it not have Magecraft? Um, uh, so now I've got to, now I've got to like look at this here. Um, Sorry, I'm derailing the conversation. No, 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 you're, but it is, it is like a common or an uncommon from Strixhaven that, um, uh, it copied itself multiple times for each, um, show of confidence. One on the white instant, when you cast a spell, copy it for each other instant or sorcery spell you cast this turn. You may choose new targets. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. It gains vigilance in the end of turn. Exactly. So, and it's the right colors, right? If, it, if yeah, toxic it's white. is green, white. Yeah, you could, you know, do it. Do something where you're like cast three instants, and then play this, and then yeah. you just get a ton of targets. I mean, realistically, you could homestone courage twice. Or hometown, whatever it is. Yeah, homestead courage, and then, and then play this. Get, and then you got a storm three. Mm-hmm. And this targets three more times, so you, then you've put yeah. five counters on them. Yeah. Off of two cards. Seems pretty good. The the only. Not, the only thing that's weird to say, right? Is like, so in this case, absolutely, you're you're like living the dream, right? But you're like trying to find this balance of like. Would it just be better if you're the Homestead Courage show of confidence deck to just be playing creatures, not with toxic, but like that more val that are more uh, it's more valuable that you're getting the uh, uh, the the plus one plus one counters. Well, I mean, maybe, but this could also be an afterthought. Like that that deck is going to be kind of close to like a white weenie deck. Mm -hmm. where you're just playing a bunch of cheap stuff. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like one of the things about Toxic is it's just kind of thrown onto creatures and not necessarily, like, baked into the cost. Like, that we have two under-costed green beaters with Toxic. And, I mean... Like uh, a beat stick that would have been costed the same if it had Toxic or not. I mean, there's the... Uh, um jawbone guy uh that is um effectively so there where's he at um jawbone duelist one in the white for a one one with double strike mm -hmm. that's just whatever fencer right? right that we we've had that card a million times for yeah. one in the white one one double strike and we just gave this one toxic yep right or um uh, annex Sentry two and a white for like uh, it enters and does like a uh, uh, what is he called Brutal Cathar mm -hmm. but as a 1-4 with Toxic 1 yep right like and, I mean there's another card that we're going to talk about I guess we can talk about it now we're kind of merging the segments together mm -hmm. um, but we have uh, where'd he go this guy Skrill of Defector might. There you go. So one mana, one, one, toxic one. Yep. And this then. This is like the kind of card that would go into this. Like you would play this card anyway. 
and yeah. it has toxic one. And now it has more text. It can't block. It does. It's, it's a one mana one one. Who cares? But the reason it's interesting beyond toxic is if you're uh, if you're toxic, if you're a toxic deck, you want to make sure your stuff gets in, mm-hmm. right? And this has uh, a Phyrexian white mana. Tap, choose a color. Another target creature you control gains toxic one. So if it didn't have toxic, now it does. Mm-hmm. And hexproof uh, from that color until the end of turn. And can't be blocked by creatures of that color. Um, so, you you got that partially right. Did I get it wrong? Okay. Well, it's not that you got it wrong. It's that uh, the way the rules work is a creature can have toxic one twice. Oh, it can. So yeah. is, is it? So it's triggered when players dealt combat damage by this creature also gets a poison counter. So like that will happen twice. Oh, so it, like, increases their toxic? Right. It's not like flying, where double instances of flying don't matter. They're not extra to- They're not extra high? Right. <laughs> they're not extra fast if it has double haste. But uh, creatures with toxic one, like toxic one, toxic one, will effectively be toxic two. Okay. So, like, like a card like this, the toxic on it, seems thrown on this is like the the uh mother of runes is the legacy mother of runes mm-hmm. then they were like that's too good we'll have giver of runes stepmother of runes stepmother of runes and i don't know this is like stepmom's cat of runes <laughs> um right where like it's like each of these is kind of powered down for the format they were designed to be played in Right, mm-hmm. this is a standard slash like pioneer mother of runes. Right. And they could have not put toxic on it and not had it give your creature toxic. Right. And it probably would have been playable. But they were like, meh. Toxic is the keyword is a keyword in this set. We need to put it on random things. Right. And so this probably got that keyword when it shouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. So if like the toxic one, toxic one, so Jawbone Duelist could just oh, like yeah. hit for four on turn three. Yep, that's pretty good. That's that is a uh, uh, nutty, as they say. Yep. Right. So that kind of leads into the last part of this conversation. Okay. Um, we were specifically asked if toxic will be an effective aggro strategy. And I think we just laid out the bones for what that deck would look like. I think that there's a thing we have to be mindful of in modern magic design that sometimes they're just like, we want a deck to be standard playable. Yeah. And they just give you a precon. Mm-hmm. And you just are like, I guess I play all the cards that say thing on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about like energy. Now, there were too many energy cards. There were, like, three different energy decks, right? But they made energy good enough that you just dumped all the cards, all the rares that said energy on it, and a couple of the uncommons, and you had a deck. Yep. Uh, And then the same thing with, like, Shadow Over Innistrad um, uh, zombies. Yep. They were like, we would like a zombie deck, 
And over the course of like three sets, they just made a bunch of zombie cards. Mm-hmm. Right. Toxic's a little bit harder because they can't just throw toxic in, you know, Ixalan. Right. Right. And be like, oh, I guess we were missing one toxic card. We'll stuff it in Ixalan. But we could get more in like March of the Machines. Yeah. Right. There's no reason that like, uh, once the robots win, that they also would not remain toxic. True. Right? So you could have two sets of toxic cards. But I think just, like, this guy plus the Rot Priest plus Jawbone Duelist plus, uh, what is he called? Bloat something or other? Uh, Bloated Contaminator. Bloated Contaminator, which is the 4-4 with Trample and Toxic 1 that then proliferates when it hits. I think all of these things together, like just that curve of like uh, like two, like three rares and not uncommon, like that's kind of a deck. Mm-hmm. And it might like, the problem is, is I think I was talking about this in the pre-show, right? Kind of, if you're playing like a dumb tribal deck, like so I've been playing Elementals and Explorer and then I like uh, left my Elementals for some flying boys and girls and played some Angels. Mm-hmm. Um that like your deck has a ceiling because they aren't printing that tribe all the time, but they're right. punt- printing busted black and red cards to go into uh, black red. They're printing busted blue and white control cards in every set. Yeah. So like toxic might be good for standard. Maybe even f- this might be good enough with like Finn the Fang Bear in um, like uh, Pioneer or Explorer. Yeah. But there's going to come a time pretty quickly where they're not printing more cards with Toxic. Right. right. And the thing that let Infect stay relevant for so long was you didn't get a new Infect creatures, but they just forgot how to balance pump spells. Yeah, you always got a new pump spell. You always got something new that was like, oh, this is become immense. I guess I get like a one mana plus six plus six. Oh, I get a blossoming defense. I get a one mana hexproof and it pumps. We're not going to get a like green, white. You're not going to get a white double strike and hexproof. Right. Right. That card's not. Okay. Knock on wood. That card is not getting printed, <laughs> right? Hopefully not. They have printed weirder things, but you're not going to get a card like that. You're never going to get that at like two mana. Yeah. Right. So you're not like, you're not going to get the same like improvement of, hey, these creatures never change, but the pump spells keep up with power creep for a while. Yeah. Right. Like you're just kind of married to these toxic creatures and when they kind of get outscaled, yeah, there's nothing, nothing you can do about it. Yeah, so you're talking about more like non-rotating formats and like maybe standard as it goes forward. But what about like standard right now? Like the set drops next mm. week. So, Is there, do we think this might be a deck that's playable in standard? I think it's it's worth testing. I think least. it's worth testing. My concern is, like, one of the best decks is Mono Black. Yeah. And that's just 
a pile of removal in like Liliana, which Liliana for like, I'm going to play like one or two creatures and try to ride them is like the worst thing imaginable. Correct. They kill, they kill your first creature and you're like, okay, we're going to slam this. And I have my like hexproof spell and they're like, gotcha. And you're like, oh, well, yeah. that was awful. They also um, gave Black a new toy to play with too that yeah. we're going to talk about. And uh, like Blue White Soldiers is just like a pile of like creatures to get in your way. Mm-hmm. Athalian attacks yeah, you. Skrill I, of whatever. He, yeah, I think he helps you, that a little bit. I think that there is probably enough there that it is it is playable, but I don't know like how good it's going to be based on like the other things in the format. But like yeah. we talked and again, ab- it, it's hard to tell when like we don't have all of the cards. Yeah, when we have like because they could do like the um like the common and uncommon dump on like Thursday or whatever. Or I guess today for those of you listening to this. And um they could like have like four more toxic cards, uh two ways to push like damage and mm-hmm. like a double strike card. And you're like, oh well now I have kind of all the pieces yeah, to like the, make um, this work. The one other thing that I think we can talk about just very briefly and then we'll move on to some of the other cards is that we have this new creature type, Might. Mm-hmm. And all Might's a token, and all of the Mites have Toxic. Um, it looks like they're trying to push Mites a little bit, because we have a Might Lord. Um, so I don't know... Like, Might seems like a thing that would be like something cool they did for Limited, and there's a couple different ways to get Might tokens or whatever. But we we won't have those probably until the common uncommon dump. Mm-hmm. But there there might see what I did there. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> there might be some uh, you know some comments or uncommons that would fit in a toxic deck that are kind of meant for limited might strategies. Uh, raise the might. Yeah, one man. I make two one two one mites. can't block toxic mites. Yep. Right. I mean, the can't the might bitter blossom. Yeah. the The can't block is the balance for, for like you. I mean, they kind of just printed it with the uh, with the soldier that gives uh, the one one that like makes another one one when it enters with flash. Mm -hmm. They kind of reprinted raise the alarm there, but like usually raise the alarm is too good. Right. Right. But like if they can't block. Right, you could do a one in the white, one one make two mites with toxic mm-hmm. at instant speed. Oh, we also have the uh, the signpost card for green white. Mm-hmm. Is green white for a two two with toxic two, and it buffs your toxic creatures when they attack. And uh, he he would wear some double strike really nice, hitting mm-hmm. for like, you know, four. Yep. Uh. Also, like, since you get, since Toxic stacks, which I did not know. Um, well, I'm assuming it stacks it. I mean, it reads like it would stack. Okay. Because I was, was going to say that you have the uh, Prosthetic Injector, mm-hmm. which uh, equi- which is a one-mana equipment that equips for one and gives something Toxic one. So, like, if it stacks, being able to just, like, move extra Toxic onto your things. 
So I'm guessing there will be... Oh, there's also uh, viral spawning. Uh, three and a... Sorry, two and a green. Make a three, three uh, beast token with toxic one with flashback. Okay. Uh, 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 now it's cor- corrupted. You have, they have to have three counters on them, but it flashes back for two and a green. Mm-hmm. So like that's a lot of like toxic bodies yeah so no i could see it being a like viable strategy but not one that like one that might get better in standard if they are like you know they print the appropriate pump spells but like Mm -hmm. longer term might be like difficult to do yeah all right so we've talked a whole bunch about toxic cards (laughs) we did that was like a whole episode on just two cards. Basically. All right, so what are some of these other cards that we were going to talk about? So the first one is Capricious Hellraiser. It's three red, red, red for a 4-4 four, four Phyrexian Dragon. And this card, or I'm sorry, <clears throat> this spell costs three less to cast if you have nine or more cards in your graveyard. It has mm. flying, and when it ETBs, you exile three cards at random from your graveyard, and you get to choose a non-creature, non-land card from among them and copy it. And you can pay the copy, or you can cast the copy without paying its mana cost. Um, I thought this was relevant for like any of the Arclight Phoenix style decks, like the Spell Slinger mm. decks, where you're, you know, just trying to cast a whole bunch of cantrips or you know cheap burn spells or whatever to either trigger your Arclight Phoenix, trigger Prowess. Um, it's stuff you want to have in your deck for flipping Delver, which is currently legal and standard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, what is it called? Three mana, Can- four, four flyer that like not only draws you a card, but also casts it for free. Seems pretty good. It draws you a card sometimes. Cause this is it random. If it hits like two creatures in a land, it doesn't do anything. That's true. It's still a three mana yeah, four four flyer. Like, if you're playing, like if you're playing this deck though, you're if you have nine cards in your graveyard, like this deck is probably going to have way more instants and sorceries than presumably you're going to hit one, right? Yeah. Like but this also it's non creature non land, so this also hits. For some reason, you have enchant. I don't know why you'd have enchantments in your graveyard, but it and planeswalkers, artifacts, planeswalkers, yeah. Yeah, uh, it hits battles. Whatever a battle is. Ooh. <laughs> I play my dragon and then we battle. Yeah. Um, Who knows what that is? Yeah, like it is. Oh gosh, what is this? It's kind of a bedlam reveler. We're like a little bit. Bedlam reveler drew you cards, but it got cheaper to cast. Yeah. Um. Like it could be the standard slash like maybe uh explorer slash pioneer like poor man's murktide regent mm-hmm. right where you're just like jam 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 you know cheap counterspell cheap interaction like you said and then just like well it's turn like uh four or five i guess we're just gonna like play this big guy and see if this is enough yeah I wonder, like, how close we are to just being mono-red Phoenix, like in Explorer Pioneer. 
That deck has been like playable ish before. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was playable in modern for a little bit, but mm-hmm. I remember that. Like deck. in Explorer, you you now have Swift Spear. Mm hmm. And this and Soul Scar. Soul Scar, yeah. Yeah, and then you just play all of the like uh, red draw a card spells. Yeah, doesn't matter what it trample, first yeah. strike, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, and you're just. 18 lands and all the red cantrips. Yep. Um, also, if you want to dip your toes into historic, they have Dragon Rage Chandler. They do. Like the, that fills your graveyard right now. Yep. In a hurry. So, I think like... They also have Bobble. <laughs> no, they banned Bobble in historic. Did they ban it in historic? It was banned before it even got out. All right. And that was part of the Fair reason enough. that the collation for the uh, Brothers Wars packs was messed up was oh, because they right, banned right. it and then they forgot to put it in the Brothers Wars packs. Yeah. Um it multi-billion dollar company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's right still on the edge. Still can't find right on it's right on the edge of like you know, I think that you have to play it and not be counting on the, uh, like randomly do something, because like if you're like, oh, oh. man, I'm I'm always gonna try to do whatever I don't know, enter the infinite, or mm-hmm. like omniscience. Oh, no, I mean, I was thinking it's fine even if it's just a cantrip that draws you a card, like yeah, a like three mana four four flyer that draws a card, haste to something and draws a card is gives this thing haste and draws a card like. Does it give yep. haste? No, isn't there like one of those red cantrips that gives haste? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like a warlord's fury or something. Yeah, it might yeah, be interesting. Not... Like in like a mono red prowessy deck. Yeah, I hadn't thought of yep. that. That'd be that'd be interesting. That's and, why I'm here to make you. Think. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, now we have a uh, Jace. Yeah. The perfected mind. So were, were you in Discord when I was talking about this guy? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think, no. So have you seen the artwork for like the rest of the Phyrexianite completed Planeswalkers? Oh, yeah, yeah. You basically were like, why does he just have some like little eye stalks in like one arm? Yeah. Like Nahiri's got like giant flaming robo blades. And this is like. I don't even know what's going on with Nissa. She's like half spider with like spires sticking out of her head. And like, I think Luca is a, he's a centaur now. He's like a Phyrexian centaur. Yeah. He's got some stuff going on. Yeah. But like all these other planeswalkers are like super duper robot Voltron, whatever. And Jace is like, nah, man, I'm good with some ice stocks. Dutch. Like, Hey, they still need me to like, Sell sneakers. I can't be too messed up. <laughs> Just the, don't hurt my face. My I face mean, is too pretty. But if you look at like a Johnny, when he was completed, yeah, a Johnny still looks like a Johnny, but like, I don't know, maybe he's a little bit more swole. Well, like I meant more the ones. Yeah. Uh, like a Johnny and Tamio both like had to blend in with, they had to, they were like sleeper agents. Yeah. So they had to pretend to be like not Phyrexian. But, like, all of the ones that got completed on New Phyrexia are, like, 
out of this world crazy. Except yes. for Jace. No, dude. Ice stocks. Um, so, a, a great Twitter exchange. Uh, for all of you, you should go look at the art for Jace the Mind Sculptor. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the uh, the letters between his hands, some could perhaps say that it spells out the C word. Okay. And Voxy was like, well, I'm glad New Jace is not calling me the C word anymore. And Carmen Handy replied, well, apparently you can't read Phyrexian. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty good. And then immediately I was like, I'm just kidding. That's not really what it says for Phyrexian. But, but I was like, that's pretty Do good. That's pretty good. Maybe that's, it does. Maybe it does. They released an entire like primer on the Phyrexian language. Wizards did? or Yes, the, Wizards did. There was like a fan-made thing. I that, thought like, people Wizards People have been did? trying to decipher it. There was like a whole wiki that has been like fan done. Because it was it was a big deal when that um, Phyrexian scriptures came out in original Dominaria, because it had a whole bunch of Phyrexian language on it that I guess filled in a bunch of gaps. Uh, Wizards printed a breakthrough in Phyrexian language and communications, oh, okay. uh, and it is uh, oh they're they're showing the Phyrexian alphabet. Okay, and like basically the translation of like the Phyrexian alphabet to like uh the dif- the different uh yeah this is how you speak Phyrexian hmm. uh with like English letters and then some um I there's some of them are still English some of them are Greek letters but then some are like C with like the upside down carrot to like indicate like how you would pronounce it, and then they have like, hey, these these words are are nasally said. These uh, hmm. words are uh, ejective or clanked. So they have like they have the whole breakdown on how you speak Phyrexian. Phyrexian. Yeah, weird. Yeah, so we could we could figure that out, but that sounds like work. So yeah, Jace the Perfected Mind, two white blue blue Phyrexian mana uh has completed uh and so it comes in with five loyalty if you paid the two and a blue it would only come in with three well two mm-hmm. and a blue and two life plus one until your next turn one target creature gets snake three nego which uh on turn three a few years ago would have effectively meant that the there were no creatures with power to attack jace it's Correct. now it'll still have some power or it'll be a two power creature um okay. Minus two target player mills three cards, and if a graveyard has twenty or more cards in it, uh, you draw three cards. Otherwise, you draw a card. So the minus two is someone mills three and you draw, and then if it's late in the game, they mill three and you draw three. Mm-hmm. So it's an ancestral vision. No, in uh, visions of beyond. Uh, yeah, I think so. The, the old blue like spell that was draw one blue draw a card if there were, if it was at 20 cards or something in the in the graveyard you drew three yep uh and then neg x target player mills three times x cards mm-hmm. so this could be a four mana mill 15 for yeah which and is I, I don't i don't think that's good is it as you say 
it's fine. I think but, that's under rate for Mill, though, isn't it? Um, Tasha's hideous laughter is like I think somewhere around there on average. Okay, but it's three mana, so yeah, you are right. It's not. I don't think it is. Uh, a great a great rate. Yeah. But, the so I don't think that that's really ever gonna matter except for maybe in limited games. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I put this on the list is I would be interested in a three mana three loyalty planeswalker. I think that we always need to look at three mana planeswalkers, um, but a three mana three loyalty planeswalker that is mostly a fog if it comes down on turn three. I mean, you're right. We're not living in the same world that we used to, and there's still going to be, you know, a little bit of spillover there. But um, was to it, go up and basically bubble something seems pretty good. Yeah, was it Living Guild Pact? Was this was the ability? One of the Jaces. Uh, yeah, were, I think so. Uh, and like that was like really effective. Except at, I think that was Neg Two Nego, not Neg Three Nego. Yeah, um, I don't know. But Architect of Thought. Maybe maybe it's Architect of Thought. Uh, Living Guild Peck wasn't very good. Nobody played it. Yeah, maybe it's Architect of Thought because that was... Here it is. Uh, Tell you next turn. Whenever a creature an opponent controls a tactic, it's neg one, neg o is Architect of Thought. But that's all creatures. Uh, Whenever a creature, yeah. So all creatures got small. Um, Did JVP do this on plus one? That was uh, neg two, neg o? I think JVP did. Yeah, maybe JVT on JV, and then uh, yeah, Living Guild Pack was Living Trash Pack. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jace was Nick. Uh, living uh, Telepath Unbound was Nick to Nick O, and like yeah. that was effective. Yeah. Um, um, but also like for a control deck, you know, if you're plussing up to, you know, buy time, buy tempo, preserve your life total, whatever, and then later in the game you get to like every other turn draw a card i mean like once there's nothing left the bubble yeah i mean or like you're playing supreme verdict mm-hmm. and you like clear the board and you're just like you know uh you get to 20 cards and you're like neg two draw three yeah like the game ends or you're like plus 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 okay mill whatever 24 and the game's yeah, gone long enough that that is like an, an actual like win condition. Yeah. At that point, so like, there's a chance that like, you know, let's say you're like, you censor their their you censor their two drop, you play Jace, you down tick, you draw a card, you mill mm-hmm. them for three, then they play a non haste nerd, right? There's a lot of three mana haste nerds, but let's say they play a non haste nerd. Then you just get the plus on it, and effectively, they can't attack with it. It doesn't do anything, right? Or it does like one, and your Jace is like still just chilling out at like two loyalty, mm-hmm. and that you just kind of like keep them in that cycle till you like draw a Wandering Emperor to yep. then eat the thing when they attack with it. Yeah, like it makes it makes sense. And then like this into wandering emperor where now you've shrunk their thing and they have to like run it into this and run it into a samurai. Yeah. Like run it into a threat of a samurai. Yeah. You know, like it seems like 
I this mean, you can just bluff the Wandering Emperor at that point. Yeah, this seems like it does enough at th- at three mana. Yeah. At four mana, I don't think it's impressive. But at three no, mana, it, it's probably good. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to highlight is I think all of the other... Up until this was spoiled, I think all of the other completed Planeswalkers you read as the mana value. And then like the Phyrexian mana was just kind of a bonus. I think this one is the other way around where you read it as a three mana Planeswalker. And then... I don't know that you ever really cast this as a four mana planeswalker. Mm-hmm. I guess like if it's turn twenty or whatever, it doesn't matter. But this, I think, is more of a three mana planeswalker than some of the other. And ones. And there's were, uh... also the, as we've seen, right? This is a really good play on five, mm-hmm. where you play it on three, and you leave up two mana. Yeah. Right to, um, make them to like counter a spell. Or to have up a removal spell. And, right, like, if you only have a three-power creature, this then forces you to go wide, which then plays into sweepers. Oh, you know what else I just thought? Um, This also clears a brainstorm. Oh, it does, yeah. Not that that's super relevant, but it is a thing. Hey. This is a way to unbrainstorm like yourself in Historic. Is Brainstorm still in Historic? Yeah. Oh, no, maybe no, it's, it got it's banned. banned. It's banned. Yeah. Uh, but they, they didn't put Lightning Bolt in. That would have been too good. That's right. But Brainstorm, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, I think it, you're selling me at three mana. Yeah. I think like it could do some stuff. And even at higher, when you have more mana, having the flexibility of, like, I can keep... Like it's kind of not nearly as powerful as Teferi Hero Dominaria, but mm-hmm. like the the I have five mana play this on for three, right. have a planeswalker plus now have interaction has kind of proven to be very good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can I can get behind that. Speaking of three mana planeswalkers. We have Nahiri the Unforgiving. With the giant flaming robo blades for arms. She doesn't have any hands anymore. It's just all knives, man. It's all she wants. It's just she just wanted the swords. So how she open her Dr. Pepper with a sword? You just cut it in half. Yeah, but then how do you drink it? You don't have any hands. I think when you have swords for hands, you're able to recruit minions to do simple tasks <laughs> for you. Open my Dr. Pepper. Pepper No, and you like decapitate the first minion. (laughs) Then the second minion opens your Dr. Pepper and gets you a straw. Gotcha. It doesn't even have to ask. Like three hours later, they're like, you look a little parched. You say to a (laughs) Dr. Pepper. Would you like a Dr. Pepper? (laughs) Exactly. When you have sword hands, the world opens up to you. (laughs) Or you open it. Or Or you open the world. Everything's a can of tuna at that point. <laughs> just get to, just get to. Oh, you have the biggest can opener, right? If you have a hammer, everything's a nail. If you had sword yep. hands, everything's a can of tuna you can open. All right, so here the unforgiving is one red white and Phyrexian hybrid red white for a five loyalty planeswalker with completed. You know what completed does, so we're not going to talk about that. Uh, plus one is until your next turn, up to one target creature attacks a player each combat if able. 
another cool. plus one, discard a card, draw a card, and zero, exile target creature or equipment card with mana value less than Nahiri's loyalty from your graveyard, create a token that's a copy of that creature, it gains haste, exile at the beginning of the next end step. So the reason that I wanted to talk about this card is when I first read it, and I would imagine when a lot of people first read this, um, like Nahiri protects herself. She does by sacrificing your life total. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, if, if your, you know, game plan is to get Nahiri out, uh, they, they will not be attacking Nahiri with the biggest thing that they have because it will be attacking you instead. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is something a lot of people will miss the first time reading this card. Um, but also this is like a weird take on a reanimation planeswalker in non-traditional reanimation colors. Mm -hmm. White has gotten Um, more reanimation as of late, but yeah, um, you're right. It is not a, it is a weird, like red, white mashup of like, it's a token with haste that you got to reanimate. So like the white is the reanimate in the make it a red, make it a token with haste is the red part of it. Kind of. Um, it, it's kind of like a, and it's a zero ability, so you're not like losing loyalty to do it. Um, but it's kind of similar to like God Pharaoh's gift almost, mm-hmm. where it's just like a thing you get to do every turn. Um, and the other plus one fuels it, where you get to, you know, put your nerds in your graveyard from your hand. Uh, there is um, a certain uh, combat celebrant. Yeah. Right? Like you just get to like take an extra attack step with it. Mm-hmm. You don't care that it like uh, uh, d- it goes away. So like right. with combat celebrating the area, it's just like take an extra combat step. Also like there was kind of a Naya reanimation deck in standard with mm-hmm. invoke justice. Um, Nahiri's a really good way to get cards in your graveyard. Uh, like it's you know a situation where you fable the mirror breaker into a Nahiri, and then pl- you're gonna find something if you look at like five cards over the course of uh two turns. You're gonna find something to bring back with your invoke justice. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if Nahiri brings back a Titan of Industry, you get left with a four four. Um. I mean, you really got to put some work in and bring back a Titan with Nahiri, though. It's the third turn she's out. Yeah. Right? You're like plus plus down, um, plus plus zero. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you ca- if you cast her for four. Yeah, if you cast her for four. Uh, but, like, it is a good way to put, you know, things in your graveyard for to then feed to your other reanimation spells, right? Your... Mm-hmm. You put your Titan into the graveyard, then you invoke Justice it. Yeah. You, um, uh, but then Nahiri could, like, get you something, maybe. It's only creature or equipment. Right. Which is awkward. I guess the equipment, um, since they have four Mirrodin, uh, <laughs> leaves something behind. Leaves, leaves you a, a, a toy behind to block with. Yeah. So. Not the end of the world. Not that I think you're building a like four mirrored in equipment deck, right? 
No, I, I thought she was a really interesting three mana planeswalker, though. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know that you're. I mean, maybe maybe you're interested on in casting this for four, but at, like at four mana, you start to overlap with the reanimation spells. Aren't they all at five though? Well, no. Isn't there a white three and a white? And that's refurbish for older formats. Oh, okay. And so, like, invoke justice is oh, one. I was thinking, is it late for dinner? Late for dinner is uh, Modern Horizons. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, Popper and uh, in Modern. Yeah. But, like, so in Standard, you have Invoke Justice, one white, 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 white. And then you have um, uh, Recover and Repair or something, which Mm. is one white, three white, white, but it only gets artifacts, enchantments, or planeswalkers. So, like, but, like, you could definitely have a curve of this into discard your beef and then have one of your, like, reanimation spells on five to get it back. Yeah. Um, How much does that Blinking Angel cost? Is that five mana? Blinking Angel? Yeah. The angel that comes in and blinks something. Resto? No, there was one in, was it Kaladesh? Six. Wis- Six. Is it Wisp Weaver Angel? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, Because I, I, I wonder like how many of that thing can like exist in a deck. Were you like Nahiri back a Felidar Guardian and then blink Nahiri and then Nahiri back something and then blink Nahiri? Uh, I think you guys Felidar- should see Brian's eyes right now. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think Felidar Guardian is banned in uh, in Explorer. Oh, probably. Uh, uh, because they had to ban um, uh, something, right? They had to ban yeah. uh. Sahili or Felidar Guardian and yeah. Felidar Guardian took the took the ban in Pioneer. But the reason my eyes got big is because you can Felidar Guardian, but then you get into clones. Oh yeah. Right? So then like but then you have to have a graveyard full of clones. Well, I mean you're going to be filling your graveyard anyway. True. So, but like, like it doesn't really matter what you fill your graveyard with. Glasspool mimic, uh, yeah. like cost three. All the clones are at four, so like yeah. Nihiri could just yep. zero on every Pop clone off. in your in your graveyard, and just make a ton of uh, clones. But, uh, and they all have haste. And they all have haste. They're all one fours with haste. <laughs> well, that's why I was thinking that angel is a four four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would just need it out for like a turn. Yeah, but you would have to have a very uh, particular set of uh, cards in your deck. Well, you'd have to have it out for two turns. Yeah, you have to no plus and yeah, then zero, it, right? Well, because if it was six, it would die before it could get blinked. What do you mean? 
Oh, is it is, is it Return oh, of the no, End no, of no, Turn? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking it was a neg six. It's not. It's a zero. I was gonna say like I thought that too when yeah. I was first read oh, it. Right. I was like, oh wait, no, this is definitely not a. This is just a zero. It's a zero. Uh, I forgot that. Yeah. So Whisper Angel just like blinks something. Yep. That might so, be a fun deck too, though. It's kind of like the Garuda deck. Mm-hmm. But with a Nahiri instead. Yep. Uh, all right. What else do we got? Because we are, we are, we promised an hour, and we are an hour, an hour ten. We're giving the well, people I mean, more than what they want. Can save the rest for next week if you want to. Mm, hmm. Yeah, I'll save the rest. We'll just give give them to. We talked about toxic more than we had planned on. We we did. So that's all right though, because we had a bunch of questions about it. So yep. Yeah, let's call it here, and we'll do. Uh, we'll save the rest for next week. Yeah, with that, I think we have a show. We have we have more than a we show. Have, yeah, more so, than a show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This is your chance to uh, program next week's episode. So if you That's have right. some cards that uh, are, you know, as spoilers end, that you're like, hey, I really am curious about this card or that card, mm-hmm. then ask us. So yeah. get at us on social media and be like, hey, I want to know about this card, and we will let you know what we yeah, think. Yeah, the... Uh, cards i picked today i hope you guys enjoyed hearing about i was trying to pick cards that like i could talk about in maybe a little bit different light than people you know would have guessed when they first read the card um i think jason nahiri certainly fit that bill where they Mm -hmm. don't quite read what they do um but even the dragon i think is a little bit better and people were given credit for it also um so yeah, I hope you like that. And if you got any more ideas you want to hear us talking about, let us know on social media. Um, if you guys are looking to support the show, like always, there's two ways you can do it. The first is our TCG Player affiliate link. Uh, and the second is Patreon. Patreon.com slash Casual MTG. Um, I guess I should tell you the affiliate link. The affiliate link is tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Um Head on over there, order whatever you're going to order, and you support the show at really no cost to you just by clicking the link. Yes. Uh, as far as Patreon goes, um, you can chip in as much or as little as you want to. Uh, whatever you think we're worth, whatever enjoyment you get out of the show, you can uh, give back to us, and we would really appreciate that. Um, in return, we don't have a whole lot to offer, but we do offer the show notes, so you get a sneak peek about what's coming next. Uh, we offer our pre-show, which is another hour of us kind of catching up, making sure our equipment works. And you also get put on my list for givebacks. If you've been hanging out in Discord, a couple of our patrons posted up uh, what they got for their giveback. They seem pretty excited about it. So Yeah, it was pretty if you good. Want, yeah, if you guys want in on the action, head on over to patreon.com slash MTG and sign up. Yeah. So with all of that, We will catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet.